welcome to the uh, sixth podcast of season two for American Hard Enduro. We are with Tyler Mole and Drew Kirby. We're going to talk about the, I guess this is the fourth round of the EEC Championship Series uh, by Sherco. Uh, this is the Battle of the Goats. It's coming up uh, this Saturday and Sunday. So, Tyler, how's it going, man? How's track construction and everything going? I mean, other than putting up a few ribbons here and there, man, track's done. Um, record time this year because we've done it a little differently. Yep. And um, it's looking good. We can we can allow all this time that we've had, we can allow for a little bit of tweaking here and there. Wow. So you're, you're ahead of the game for once is what you're saying? Hold on. Hold on. L- yeah, listen, listen for just a second. You ready? Okay. Oh. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to be a good boy and not do that. So you're not going to hear any from me except my water bottle opening. Um, so back to the back to Tyler. So you, you like you said, you're ahead of the game for this year. Ahead of the game. Um, what we've ended up doing is since we're not making the other amateur lines around all the pro lines like we did last year, it's actually made course setup go a lot smoother and it's a lot faster. Oh, I can imagine one course versus two course is always easier. Yeah, uh, we you know like this year we've got two days instead of one, um, so our first day on Saturday is going to be a qualifier, um, and that course which I thought was going to be around five five and a half miles is actually about four. Okay. Um, but I've had a few guys testing it out, different different level riders. Yeah, to a, a birdie told me they were out running laps on it today to see what kind of times they were making. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured uh, I figured the pros would be turning like an eighteen to twenty minute lap. I think they're going to be around fifteen. Oh, wow. Um, I think, yeah, um, I think my A riders are going to be around 20 to 25. Um, and then B and C, it, it, that's going to be up in there. It could be it could be 28 to 35 minutes. It could be as many as 50 to 55 minutes a lap. Well, um, and Tyler, the way – and tell me if I'm wrong. The way I'm envisioning this, the, the course layout for the Saturday race, if you're looking up the mountain – with the enduro cross track in the middle, it's kind of the right side of the mountain, correct? That's that's correct. Okay. It, it, if if you ran the race last year, it's going to be it's going to be pretty much everything minus two bottleneck areas. Okay. Um, before you get to the enduro cross track. So so kind of some of that red clay single track as you head kind of along the gravel road, and then yes. back up on the mountain through some stuff that. Yeah, I remember some gnarly pro lines, but I, like you said, those won't be in there. Yeah, those won't be in there. Now, I don't know if anybody remembers the, the name Chicken Fight Hole. Oh, yeah. Um, Chicken Fight Hole is going to be in it. I have actually added an extension above it. Um, both of those are going to be in it for Saturday. Um, I, I wanted Saturday's race to make sure that – I wanted everybody to make sure they can have a chance to get through into Sunday. Okay. Um, and that's actually one reason why I made my time limit three hours because I want these guys to actually have a chance. Um, but I still added the technical spots because if you can't make it to the technical spots on Saturday, there's no way in hell you're going to make it on Sunday. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh man. Well, that's, and you know, that's one thing we've run into it. at some of the other races is some people complaining that Saturday's not hard enough. All the fast guys are getting through. So you don't have to worry about if you're a, a, a guy that's good in the rough stuff, but not that fast. As long as you can beat the three hour time limit, you're going on to Sunday. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and, and like I said, a sea rider, I mean, even if a sea rider gets through in 45 minutes and he, he allows for 15 minutes of lap traffic total, he's still going to make it. So how, um, are you running everybody at the same time on this race? Are, so the Saturday race, B, C, women's, and 45-plus are going to run at 10 o'clock. Okay. And they will be, be time-adjusted for their three hours. 
Then at 2.30, I'm going to run the, the pros and the A's. So I'm giving them the afternoon race. Uh, one, it's going to be harder, and I know it's, it's going to suck. But I want them <laughs> – they should be able to ride. You know, they should be able to ride, so the track's going to be beat up. So I want them to be on a harder track than the, than the B and C riders because I know they're going to be able to get through it. Okay. Well, I've already, as soon as I read that, Will, I already sent yeah. Tyler a text. I'm like, can we please go first <laughs> so we can so we can sit around in the afternoon and go watch some of the BC guys? But uh, he shut me down pretty quick. Okay. Well, and I will say this, that, you know, I know a lot of people aren't probably going to like this, but you got to do the Enduro Cross Track three laps also. Yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> Dang you. <laughs> well, how, how are you? Or Will, you were going to say something. Go ahead. I back from Quinn. And here's what he said. He said, I said, how you feeling? You're going to make BOG. He said, feeling better. Definitely not 100%, but I'll be at North Carolina, hopefully. Nice. <laughs> so yeah. that, that's Quinn Wenzel. Um, obviously, he got hurt in Ohio a few weeks oh, back. Um, so scary. Took a, took a shot to the head. Um, so, you know, that's good news that he's feeling better. So hopefully we'll see him this weekend. Absolutely. Uh, the more, yeah, more, more top guys, the better. Exactly. Yeah, I know that this. Uh, I know that everybody's that's ran my race in the past has, has it's been their top their top race of the year, um, and not trying to scare people away. Ex- except for Jarrett Moan. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't. Seem to like that one. <laughs> well, every, everybody else. Well, and and Tyler. So I can't I can't speak to this, but I've had several people tell me how good uh, the Mad Moose was and how it was. Uh, Tristan Hart, I think, sent me a message and said I missed a true hard enduro. So. Uh, We'll see what uh, we'll see what how how it compares between last yeah, week and, and this week. I read where Cody Webb said that that was the hardest hard enduro he's done in America. Yeah. So what you got, Tyler? I I don't I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> I know. Uh, and that, that's the thing. I, I I guess I like to punish people in a sense. Um. I, I like to to know that I am the hardest race in the United States, and I keep each year I keep trying to to make it harder. Quinn went, or not Quinn, but uh, Colton last year said it was it was probably half as hard as Erzberg. And you know, me being who I am, I was like, well, I can ramp it up a little bit more. So right. I went, I definitely went for it again, and I've added a couple more pro lines. Oof. And you're going to be doing a little bit more climbing, and you're going to have a little bit more rock. Well, so. Before we really get into the meat and potatoes of Sunday, let's go back to Saturday a little bit. You said. Uh, we're going to be taking off. You said time adjusted. How are you sending us off? Are we doing like rows of five per class? Yeah. Or? Rows of five per class. Okay. Um, first row going to go off on Saturday is going to be uh, the B class. Okay. Um, and what I'm actually going to do, uh, and this is for all the classes, I'm going to take the top ten guys of each class that, that finished last year. Okay. And they're going to be on the first two rows. So – like if if you signed up eight days out, you know from the race, you're gonna be in the back of your class normally. But if you finish in the top ten of last year, I'm gonna put you on the first two rows. Gotcha. Okay. So it'll be like last week, Will, when uh, last weekend when Cody was starting behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great thing when you have Cody Webb starting right behind you, and you know you're about to get run over like a freight train. <laughs> Surprisingly, you know Cody hadn't signed up, and I hate to do it, but. Yeah, he's gonna be in the back of the pro class. I saw that. Well, I um, thought I thought he had signed up already. Not I, from what I've seen. I looked today and he has not signed up. 
Should we send him a text and tell him he might want to get on it, or is it just wait and wait and see at this point? He, he's at the back of the pro class. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's too it's too late. I mean, it's okay. I'm not gonna say registration's closed down, but um, he's only got two or three days to do it, and it's not at this point. It's not really gonna matter. All right, and is um is registration on site? Will you be able to sign up if you haven't pre registered? Yes, okay. you will be able to. All right. And I, I saw you – There it looks like 209 were signed up earlier today. Do you have a cutoff at 250 or 300? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on taking them, man. I, I made sure I had enough number plates for 350 people. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. Sweet. Now, I, that's, 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 a, that's a big number for me to shoot for. I don't think I'll get that, but I want to be prepared just in case. No, right. Absolutely. How many riders did you have last year? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think we had close to 220 sign up. Okay, and I believe there was uh, right at right at two hundred that actually came into race. Yeah, I was okay. gonna say that number. I think like one ninety seven sticks in my head for some and, reason. And look, go, this is the fifth battle of the goats. So the first year, how many did you have? Do you remember seventy? Uh, it was poor, man. It was like sixty seven. Okay. Um. So it's it's growing slowly but surely. Slowly but surely, it is growing. Uh, I, I'm I'm liking I'm liking the growth. Uh, I'm I'm glad that the hard. Enduro scene is really is really starting to expand and grow here in the United States, um, and it just gives everybody a thing to shoot for. No, absolutely. All right. So, anything else on Saturday before we get into the good stuff? Not really, man. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty cut and dry. Okay. Three laps. That's what you said. Yeah, three laps and three hours. I'm gonna have. I know we had a bunch of people last year stuck on Chicken Fight Hole. Um, so my plans are I've got quite a bit of cur- uh, course workers this year, so I'm gonna stick everybody. Pretty much on chicken fight hole. Just nice. Through. Um, I'm, I'm, they're gonna struggle. I'm gonna make sure they push and and paw their way up the hill, but we'll get them up out of there. Wow, okay. Good. Well, um, so look, I guess real quick. So I'm, my plan is to get there Friday. Is there gonna be registration sign up Friday? We're gonna try to shoot for everything Saturday morning. How's that gonna work for people coming uh, in town? Planning on doing it Friday evening. Okay. I haven't really come up with the time yet. Just depend. We're gonna play it by ear. Be honest with you, man. Okay. Um, uh, my registration guy should be coming in Friday evening. Okay. Um, but we're just going to see what happens with that. Okay. All right. So then Saturday, first race, you said 10 a.m. And then second race, 2.30? 2.30, yeah. And, and and I think the Saturday race for the, the 2.30 race, the way I look at it, I think it'll be done within two hours. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a whole lot to, to deal with. I think everybody's going to, you know, run run the race, have a good time doing it, sit back and, and chill and prepare themselves for Sunday. Well, I, I predict there'll be a few guys to be finished in like 40 minutes. I mean, these that's, guys, that's pretty much where I'm at too. They're gonna be freaking mind blowing how good they are. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been impressive. Um, it's, um, you know, some of my lines are going to be single file here and there, but I've tried to make the course wide enough in spots that they can get through. They're not just going to be bottlenecked up back to back to back. I mean, some of the lines are going to be real shitty. They have to take to get around them. But from what I've seen, these guys are having a problem taking the worst line out there. Well, and, and weather is a factor because <laughs> I don't know if y'all have looked at the uh, extended forecast, but it's not looking great. Yeah, it looks miserable, dude. <laughs> now, it, um, it, when has it not rained in Battle of the uh, Yeah, no, it was, it's, it's been called Battle of the Boats for the past couple. Yeah, dude. The first one we ever did, there was, it was in, what, October? September or October? October. Hurricane came through. Oh, yeah, gosh, it did. Dude, that was brutal. I cut half the course off. Yep. I, we'd never been on the left side of the mountain until the next year. <laughs> yeah. No. It's uh, it's looking good, man. Um, the course this year is just – I've really tied the stuff together nicely, and I and I hate to say it. 
it's going to be brutal. Um, <laughs> well, Tyler, because... you're, we're trying to get people to come a little bit. Let's not be so negative here or so, yeah, so down. Well, okay, so I guess let's just go to Sunday. We're starting at 9 a.m., is that correct? Uh, starting at 9 a.m. All right, and so last year, how long was the course? Last year, the course was about 16 miles. All right, and we had five hours to do two laps, correct? It was, it was uh, six hours. Six hours to do two laps. Yeah. All right. And I think it was all I could do to do one lap in like five hours or maybe four and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is you got an extra hour and a half to finish it this year, too, for the lap. Oh, wait. So you're, how long are we racing? Seven and a half? Well, no. I'm just, you, you did it in four and a half. Oh. You did lap, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, have we shortened the course? Have we, I know you've added hard stuff, but have you taken out anything to uh, give, us a little, give us a little help? Um. Not really. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to ride the course in my head. I have taken out a few things here and there, um, and I've shortened the course in areas, but only to get you to the good stuff faster. Okay. Gotcha. Not as much fluff between. Yeah. Brutal. There, stuff. There's going to be there's going to be a few little things here and there, and you, it's just because you're going to need the breather. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, I've I've always stacked my obstacles in back to back to back and it's it just get it destroys people doing it that way but the way the mountains laid out i kind of have to do it that way absolutely well so i think last year my favorite section was i think it was without a paddle is that the one that has the ramp in it that is shoots and ladders ladders. okay so that was my favorite one without a paddle is way off to the left towards the end of the lap correct correct okay so what what new sections have we got to get excited i know one of them and and other than that, I, I hadn't heard many. All right, let's see here. We've got um, – so in the first part of the race, I've added one new pro line. It's got a pretty good little rock slab in it. And if you uh, if, if you don't make the rock slab, there's a bypass. Okay. Uh, and there's about a two- to three-foot step-up rock after it, <laughs> which you can actually take the long way around and, and get around it. Okay. Um, that's not a real bad one. Um, I've got one that my local guys have been putting in. They've been helping me put in. Uh, it's just one switch back hill after the other uh, up to the top. Oh, wow. And then I've got a new one that, Drew, you saw back in the summer or earlier in the summer that I took you to to show you. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the water the water slide? No, that was the one oh. that uh, Jeremiah and Quinn made their way up to the top of the mountain. Okay. Uh, the one that you're uh, – Oh, when I broke my reeds. Yeah, oh, the, the hole that I well, I got out of the hole, but my bike ended up back in the hole or the yep. ravine. So, so what I ended up doing is I ended up making that hill a lot wider, mm-hmm. but I've made it taller instead of cutting them out so short. I made it a lot longer, so you have to make your way up the mountain. So the highest peak in the county is roughly twenty four, twenty five hundred square or uh, twenty four, twenty five hundred feet above sea level that we own. Okay, and I'm taking you to about twenty one or twenty two oh, wow. hundred feet. So you're yeah, you're definitely climbing up up the mountain pretty high and then you got to make your way back down uh then from that point you're going to have a pretty uh pretty easy ride enough to just enough to cool your bike off and to flow and to get some water and take a break then from there it goes to Wenzel's water slide which is going to be our new one that we've we've made and um that's that's our baby for the race this year man it's uh, it's so good it's <laughs> well, I've heard I've obviously seen the rock waterfall slab, but I've heard what's above it is just worse. Oh, it's it's miserable, dude. <laughs> uh, like I walked it, I walked it and cut it open and it's it's doable. Um, but there's some really slick spots in there and just the way the rock slabs are. 
you don't have a real good run up around a lot of the stuff. So once you're in it, you just got to kind of pick your way through it and hope you can find a dry spot on the rock. Mm. Um, well, but there's some real big rock faces. I mean, there's one in there. It's probably a, an eight to 10 foot rock face oh. that you got to hit and come up and kind of wall right up and around to the left. Well, um, well, last year, so jumping back to some stuff from last year, I was riding the A class and we got to one section and I'd ridden it in years past and um, we got rerouted around it, starting with the A class. Is that going to be back in there? I think the switchbacks had gotten so blown out they didn't want, you know, there's. Okay, so that, yeah, that was the American Heart Enduro. Yes. Waterfall section. Yep. Sweet. That section is in it this year. Okay. Um, the switchbacks themselves are there. Okay. I've cut a bypass around the last switchback. So if you can't make that switchback, you can cut off to the left and kind of go up and around. And Okay. Side That's the one that was like the last right turn with all the roots and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. thing. That, there, there's been a rock that's gotten exposed. Uh, good riders can still make it. Um it's just it's it's just it's just a beast, man. It's just how it is. <laughs> um, it's it's definitely doable, but if you can't get your run up to it, you can get close enough to it that you can cut off to the left and okay. and get around it. Okay, and so. and then I you talked about for Wenzel's water slide that there's going to be a bypass, but it was going to be a pretty long one. Is that is that still an option? It's still an option. Yeah, okay. it's still an option. It, it's uh, I've put it out there. Um, if it's wet, it's going to be pretty slick trying to go around the bypass. Okay. Um, not as much consequence for not making it. So the bypass around Winslow's waterfall is, uh, okay. is, is definitely doable. Um, and you don't have as much consequence for not making it, but the waterfall section itself is going to take up just right up the side of the, right up the side of the rock face. And it's probably going to cut about five minutes out of it. Ooh. So if you make the waterfall, you save five minutes, but if you don't make the waterfall, you can go around and spend a little more time. Yeah. And does the bypass just get you to the top of the waterfall, or does it go around everything above the waterfall? It gets you just to above the waterfall. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, – and that's that's a long section. Um, it's got some, some good climbs, uh, some really good rock slabs. And then it gets – when it gets to the very tip top, you're going to turn left. There's a, there's a big mudslide we had up there from last year's flood. And you're going to skirt the side of the mud slab or the mud slide and go up just and hit the trail. And then you're going to have about an eighth mile and you're back into another pro line, what we call Valley Hill. Oh, so which is nonstop. <laughs> yeah. It's just, if they're right there, it's just, it's just back to back to back. We packed them in. Drew, what is the, what is the place where we met Jarrett Moan? What is that hill called? Oh, that, that gully. Um, it's about three quarters of the way through the lap, Tyler. And you side hill and just turn right up a ravine, and about a quarter of the way up it, there's a tree and a root you've got to kind of get around. That's Valley Hill. That is, okay, yeah. that's what that. Because when when we rode there in the spring, we were trying to go straight all the way and climb out the very steepest part, and we barely made it. And I've never even come close to doing that in the race. Yeah, because it's never dry. Yeah, never. Well, that's the way we're doing it again this year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, and I, and I will say this: depending on how much rain we get leading up to the race, I may shorten these climbs just a little bit. Okay. Mm. Not a whole lot, 
You, you're getting knows. soft in your old age, Tyler. No, it sucks, do man. it. I just turned 35 last week, and yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Happy belated, by the way. Thank nice. You. Thank you. Yeah, 35. You're young and <sighs> feel it. Oh right, man. But, uh, but I'm, you know, the, the the climbs, the climbs for our race is what gets everybody because I stack them in back to back. Yeah, and then usually by the time we get there, they're pretty well uh, greased, and and yeah. what traction they had is gone. <laughs> so we're we're looking at around a 16 mile lap is that what you're thinking i'm gonna say it's probably gonna be going around 17 miles this time okay Ooh. sweet yeah I'd um, say 17, and then, 17 and a quarter that'd be that'd be on the safe side well and then you know last year we had one checkpoint and the big controversy was how far along it was in the lap what uh what's the checkpoint plan this year okay so i'm gonna have a checkpoint as soon as you come out of the Enduro Cross track. Okay. I know we talked about that last year. Yeah. So that'll be one. And then I'll have another checkpoint probably close to about three quarters of the way through. Okay. Um, probably around the same area as last time. Gotcha. Um, it's so hard to do checkpoints out there because the signal for yep. cell phones is so just, just, just crappy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the system that they're using is we got to put a generator up there and they got to run a ta- – a, uh, laptop and punching the times that way and then okay. once the race is over with we've got to come back over to scoring tent and upload that data into the other computer yeah and compile them against each other yeah so it's, it's going to okay. take a little longer to figure out your times but but if you do two laps and you make it in the time limit you're still going to have your overall time at the scoring truck itself the scoring trailer gotcha okay um oh, there's something else i was gonna ask oh spectating so I'm not bringing a side by side this year. They, they'll, my wife and the kids are going to be on feet. What What's the spectators' situation looking like? Um, I'm actually going to be putting my spectator loop together tomorrow. Okay. I would still say chicken fight hole was always a good one. Okay. Um, and then I've actually added another line above chicken fight hole for the pro race on Sunday, and that's going to be a really good spot to watch. I'm trying to. I don't remember chicken fight hole to be honest with you. It's. Is that the one that's got the big rock at the top and we have to go left around it or right around it? Yeah, pretty pretty much. Okay, and then it dumps you out right on the Jeep road? Yep. Okay. And, and before oh, that, it, it's real rocky, and you can go left and around, or you can try to go to the right straight yep. up the hill. Is yeah. That it? And then it, and normally when it gets up to the hill, we turn right. Well, this time we're hanging a left and going, and going up, and, we're, and then we're going to off-camber out across some rockets. There's one real good line through there. Um, and then I've made another line underneath it in case there's just a, it's just a, a bottleneck. Um, and well, that's again, gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna I mean, that was workers. a, wasn't that a pro line last year? The chicken fight hole? I mean, no, it was, it was a, uh, it was everyone. Everybody line. Yeah. Okay. I remember when I got there, it was pretty well littered with people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last year. I, it'll yeah. be the same way this year. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, cause that's a pretty, that's a pretty good little spot. I mean, it's so many loose rocks and you, you know, about the time you get some momentum, you get kicked sideways and you lose all momentum there's there's not there's not really any good line up it there's there's better lines but there's not any good line (laughs) yeah i caught some big names there last year and 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 thought i was doing good until the next couple hills i guess (laughs) (laughs) we always um hear a plethora of words that come off of that hill yeah, I, well, I mean, even once you get above that rock, the like the exit is not easy. No, you know, sucks. you think, yeah, once you get up there, you think, oh man, I've done it now. No, 
<laughs> well, and I was pretty frustrated there last year because there were spectators pulling people, helping certain people, and that you know didn't go over well. Right. <laughs> and that, and this this year I'm gonna have I'm gonna at least have five to ten guys of my guys up there just cleaning it, just just pulling people out constantly. Saturday yeah. especially, I'll have probably about probably fifteen to fifteen to twenty of us up there pulling okay. people on Saturday. Um, yeah, that might be good. And then on Sunday, you know, same thing. I don't, I, you know, Sunday. I expect if you can't make it on Sunday, you're going to be on your own. It's going to be more of every man for himself on Sunday. And if you can't make it, then it's going to be kind of on you. So, so looking at kind of switching gears, I've I've been studying the entry list, and it looks like there are probably 10 guys that have got a legit shot at making the podium at this race. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to let the dog out. Yeah, there's there's, there's legit. There's 10 guys that can very possibly podium. Um, it's it's going to be close, man, because all these guys, are their skill levels are there. Um, it just all depends on which one cramps up first from the length of the race or, or if the heat gets them or the humidity gets them or whatever. I mean, there's so many factors that, that, that come into play. With yeah. Our- Some of these guys, I was just going to mention a few names. Like Ron Como third. he obviously he, po- he podium at Tough Like Roar. We got Keith Curtis coming out of Montana. He won Sticks and Stones last year. Past uh, two he, years, hadn't he? Um, well, maybe. And, I mean, he's beat Colton Haker and, and Tristan Hart. He's beat some huge names. Obviously, yeah, he's kind of the wild card, especially yeah. being that he hadn't been out here like some of these other guys, so we don't kind of know where he stands. Right. Yeah, the humidity is going to be interesting for him because I think he's only – he's getting to Nashville on Thursday, and he's coming over and, I mean, immediately hitting the 100% humidity of Tennessee than, than North Carolina. So then you got Nick Faringer and Quinn Wetzel. They're kind of the always a threat for podium or maybe winning the thing. Um, like I said – Tristan Hart, I mean, he got second this weekend at Mad Moose. Guys, he's been a pretty good force to reckon with here these past couple races. For sure. And he's, I mean, he's the one that's been challenging Cody um, more than anybody. Um, and Benjamin Herrera, I mean, he's right there as well. Then you got Noah Keppel, who's filling in for Colton Haker. Um, he's looking good. And then I guess something must have happened to Ryder LeBron this last weekend because uh, he, he blew his bike up. Ooh. Well, that that'll do it. Yeah, um, that's the the word I got. But I mean, he's a force and a, a young guy that's just been killing it. And then, of course, you know Cody Webb. Um, how can you not talk about him? But then the, another wild card uh, would be Ryan Sipes. I mean, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited to see how he does. I had a friend of mine. He he called me up and he says, uh, he says, he said, what do you think about Ryan Sipes coming to the race? I said, I don't know. Is he signed up? And he says, we well, just posted up on Instagram that he's practicing for Battle of Goats. <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. Well, he he called me, and I guess Dunlop signed having a shortage of gummy tires that he was oh, looking no. for. He was <laughs> looking for tires. He's like, can I run a trial tire? I'm like, no, no, you <laughs> no. can't. Well, and, and you know, back to last year, and and you know, Will, you brought up Ryder Lebron. I remember he like this race. I mean, like Jarrett. You know, he always struggles here. It's you know the. It, to me, it seems like it kind of equalizes the fast guys. 
Yeah. Um, and, you know, because you really got to push your bike up some stuff. Yeah, th- this is a race where Chuck DeLula – Chuck DeLulo is a force. And, and guys like Stephen Edmondson and Jason Gilliland, those guys – Sorry. Wow. Yeah, um, I, I just – my dog came in, and, and she's doing 110 and hit a gate where I closed it so to calm her down. <laughs> Sorry. She, she slid all the way across the kitchen into the gate head first. Nice. Um, but I but, apologize. Uh, I don't know if you heard me, but guys like Stephen Edmondson and Jason Gilliland and, and Chuck, and I mean, th- these guys are going to be a force. And then it, it looks like Cooper Abbott's even coming in. Yeah, man. I, I saw that too. I thought that was pretty cool. So, I mean, Hunter Newworth, Adam Hartnagel. I mean, the, these, these are legit dudes. So, I mean, the, the, the field is stacked. It's going to be interesting to, to see how this plays out. So some of the guys he, that have ran the race in the past, they know what to expect as far as soil conditions and the rocks and stuff like that. And and some of these guys, you know, they ride there you know, a couple times a year. So they, some of these guys might know the lines already. Yeah. Uh, they know where the traction is, but at the same time, if it rains, there probably won't be any traction. Yeah. No. Then you, then you have a guy like Russell Loudermilk, who's just freaking doggy paddling through everything, passing you. Long-legged. Uh-huh. Oh. Yep. I, I, told him, I told him the other day, I said, if we could chop him off about two or three inches above the uh, above the ankle, he can put us on – he can get on our level. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see, you know, who comes out on top. Because someone asked me today, you know, is Tristan really pushing Cody or is Cody just kind of doing what he has to do to win? Um, you know, it's kind of hard to see. I'd, I'd love, you know – for him to have some real competition or not that no one's giving him competition, but you know, is he having to really try? And now before this whole COVID thing came into effect, I know that uh, Manny Lettenbickler was trying to get a plane ticket to come over here to race our race. Yeah. I I wish those guys could get in on the fun. Um, I would love to see Graham Jarvis, you know, take on Cody at your race. I just think that's right up his alley. Yeah, and, and if if you talk to if you talk to Graham, Graham actually takes a little bit of um, credit for us starting the Battle of the Goats race. Does he? Really? He came over several years ago and did a riding course at the park, and he was riding stuff that I didn't think was possible. Of course, you know you see it on TV, you you, you can't tell how big it is, and yeah. he was going up stuff that just it just made it look easy. And uh, and ever since then, I was like, all right, if we if he can do that, we can put a course together and and get something going. So he takes a little bit of credit for it. Well, that's good. I mean, he, what better guy to have out there than him? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and I, I heard that rumor that we, we talked about after the Mad Moose. It, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah, bummer. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, next well, year. Uh, next year. Yes, I, next I, year. I feel pretty positive that we'll get some some – I mean, we got some big names there this year. Oh yeah, um, and, and at all these races, actually, we've had some really big names. Um, but I know for a fact that once everything calms down, 2021 is going to be a great year for everybody come racing because these big names are going to be coming over. I feel like the the courses are going to be ramped up even more. Yep. Um, maybe have some new venues. There's no telling what will happen. Absolutely. Well, and I talked to Jeff McGowan today from um, Mad Moose. He, he, he was trying to get a kind of a post-race report of, of what we thought. And, um, you know, I was, I was just telling him I'm psyched of how the level of these races, I think, is approaching 
the level of some of the European races. Um, of course, I haven't gone and done some of those European races, and somebody like Cody Webb and Colton Haker, they could chime in. But I really think, you know, Mad Moose this year is is right there, and I think your race is right there. And you know, it's just good. It, it's good to hear, and you know, good to get these foreign guys coming over here. So hopefully, this will you know this trend will continue. Well, yeah. Will was he? Did he have anything to say about them running again next year? Because I heard that might be the last year. Well, that's what I'd heard this past weekend. But yeah. he was he was wanting as much feedback as possible so they could improve on it for next year. So okay, that's awesome because I well you know I was jealous I didn't get to make it and it was on my bucket list for the year. So that's good news for me. Yeah, and everyone and out there. I know. I mean, other than it being a fourteen hour trip. And it being hot as hell on Saturday and then rainy <laughs> just the whole day Sunday. I mean, it was the perfect place to ride. I mean, they it doesn't look like it when you pull in the parking lot, but they've got some serious terrain over there. It's it's pretty crazy. How slick did it get up there? Pretty pretty nasty? Well, they don't have clay, so it's not Battle of the Goat slick. Um they have this like black loam that's almost like a sandy mix. Yeah. But it got really rutted in spots and then the roots and down a ton of deadfall ton of down trees they were super slick but the rocks they don't i guess they don't sweat and get that growth that we get so the rocks were really rideable um but everything was just almost impossible looking like so you ride up to something you're like there's no way in hell i'm going up that the next thing you know you're getting traction so it was it's kind of like tough like roar because some of the hills and some of the rock ledges and stuff at Tough Like Roy, you're like, okay, if that's in Tennessee, there's no way you could even get to it, let alone cross it. So that that was kind of the case in uh, Marquette, similar to Tamaqua or Tamaqua, Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, so Tyler, that's what I was going to ask earlier. Uh, how how are the rocks there right now? Because ours here are full blown ice. Um. The the summertime for us for the rocks is actually pretty good. It's the wintertime when they get slick. Okay. It's like they create some kind of algae on them um, in the Interesting. wintertime. And I, I think the sun cooks off the algae in the summertime. Okay. Cause so it's, I, there's, it, yeah, there's stuff out there right now you look at and you're like, dude, this is so intimidating. There's no way I'm getting up this. And it, it's just got traction. Now, Wenzel's water slide, <laughs> that's, that's a whole other story. That thing is uh, that thing's just slick all the way to the top. Oh, I'm I'm thinking about one other huge smooth rock that and last year we had to go like across it at the bottom and then <laughs> U turn and get up to the top of it and people try to go straight up it and then a line opened up to the left like that one is so smooth and so slick looking is that I the can't one you, you, it. you cross that little wet that little spring or a creek at the bottom of it and go up the hill yep that's it yeah so we call that greasy rock okay now, there we go so that's accurate um, it's <laughs> I slid down it the other day on my feet and butt. Um, I, lost, <laughs> I lost my footing. Um, I guess the biggest thing with that is you just got to get all your speed at the bottom, and when you hit it, just chop the throttle. Oh, float. Hope for the best. And and the other the other new line that I've added in the first part of the race for Sunday, yep. it's it's very similar to that, but it's got a black soil over top of it, and it's pretty slick. Oh. Um, there's traction to be had on it. You're just going to have to get your run-up's going to have to be – pretty much your run-up's key on that one okay well i'm sure when i'm out there i'm not gonna remember any of this my brain will just be turned to mush so (laughs) (laughs) but i'm looking forward to it i uh 
you know, I'm a little bummed it's a two day event and we can't come on Saturday and race on Saturday and spend Saturday night having fun and sitting around the fire BSing. But I think it'll be a good way to kind of set the order for Saturday for Sunday, having the Saturday races. Well, you still may want to sit around on Sunday afterwards and just relax because that drive home is going to be miserable when you're cramped up. No, no, but I got to get home is a problem. (laughs) I don't, I don't think, I don't think I can talk my my wife into driving the RV, but we may have to have training on the way over just in case. Yeah. At least, at least it's not a 14 hour drive. Oh dude. Yeah. Blake. Hey, so I talked to Blake, he got his van running. He was almost out of Michigan uh, two Oof. hours ago. His it was showing three thirty to the house. God, he hit, a, he hit a deer, right? Yeah, hit a deer and cracked his radiator, and uh, he ended up getting a radiator from like AutoZone overnighted in, and it was only two hundred fifty bucks compared to a, a genuine Mercedes for six hundred bucks. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, but oh yeah, he was. I think he he was talking about coming over. I think Saturday morning, you know, trying to get a, as much done as possible at home. And luckily, the guy that was with him, Gavin, the the other guy that filmed with him this week, is a machinist. So he's, he's uh, handy, and very handy. And Blake's pretty handy himself. So they were able, lucky. Yeah. yeah, and they and they were at a buddy. They went to visit a buddy that Blake knew from way back. And when they left his house, they hit a deer. Well, that guy had a you know the perfect garage to work on a car. So otherwise, they were looking at two weeks before anybody would even look any mechanic had an opening to look at the thing. Oh. So they had no choice but to repair it themselves. Golly. Wow. Well, that would have been I'm, miserable, dude. All right. Well, I'm going to go take care of this dog. I'm going to jump off here. So if y'all want to keep going, enjoy. And uh, Tyler, I can't wait to see you on Friday. Absolutely, man. It's going to be a good time. I got y'all a good spot set up for camping. Um, and, I, and I have been talking to Max and um, – we're trying to put on a riding clinic, or he is putting on a riding clinic on Monday after the race. I, I did see that, so that would be awesome. Yeah, 150 bucks to ride with Max Gearson for five or six hours is, is a deal to learn yeah, that's something. A, that's a steal, man. I mean, yeah. just, just hanging out with Max for five or six hours entertaining <laughs> enough would be a good deal. <laughs> right. I mean, if you don't make it up on some of these pro lines, you don't ever see them, you'll get a chance to see them on Monday if you sign up for, for the ride. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Another good way, so – all right. Well, hey, Tyler, thanks for your time, man. Hey, guys, appreciate it again. Look forward to having y'all win on Friday. All right. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, thanks Drew. All right. See you, see you guys.